I see you're interested in my waxworks. Yes? Well, yeah. In fact, what we're just saying, it's kind of a weird place to have one. We've got to get back to class. Yeah. Back to class? Nice to meet you, Miss. Wait a minute. I think college. Mr. Thirties. Hope they're not in high school. Uh -huh. Mister. bags under her eyes. <laughs> I'm having a private showing tonight. I forgot their no-dos. Oh, what kind of waxing does he do? Does he do anal bleaching? You can bring some friends, of course. See you at midnight, then. They ran away because they heard a cat? Cats are scary. They heard a. They heard Guys, two cats mating. I'm going to play the hero <laughs> at least give you the room. <laughs> they ran away. Numbers, man. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who wrote this? It couldn't end that way. Or could it? It did. Just a wax sound. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I think that wins for worst ever. Oh yeah. That was pretty bad. Oh. That was dreadful. Yeah. I refuse to talk about it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, think, I don't think we could suggest this one. I don't know. I mean, could I suggest it? I, I don't know. I'm still contemplating that. <laughs> okay, so why okay. don't we start? Do -do 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 -do. Welcome to another B-Movie. I am Carrie, and this is Yvette. Yay! <laughs> and we are just like going on and on already because we <laughs> we watched Waxwork oh my from God. 1988. And it was not good. It was taken from another a 19 Like a 1924 movie. silent uh, German film? I haven't seen... The, I don't think I've seen the silent German film, if you could even get your hands on it. If it's out there, I definitely want to see it because it couldn't be as bad as this trash. <laughs> I think it There's no be. way. <laughs> the, here's the thing. Yeah. I can imagine that the idea of the story sounds interesting and pretty brilliant. But see, that's where it ends. The way it was executed. It was not good. I mean, yeah. you could you could take that concept and make something brilliant with it. But this was just it was it was funny. I mean, I can't say that it wasn't so bad. I'm upset that I watched it like I could watch it. It's not that bad. No, no, it's not, it's not that bad where it's like, oh, my God, why did I watch that piece of crap? No, it's not like that. I don't know. I, I don't even know what to make of it. I know. I know what you mean. It's it's one of those films that you can just kind of have playing in the background while you're, while you're doing other things. You just kind of look up and like, oh, look at the wolfman. Cute. Oh. During Halloween, <laughs> if you had a marathon going and it was playing, I'd watch it. Yeah, because you're not going to pay that much attention and not care. You're just going to want to yeah. see the, the little, you know, the monsters here and there as you're as you're cleaning the kitty litter box or something. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> the kitty litter was more fascinating, though. <laughs> I'll put it on as I'm cleaning the kitty litter box. <laughs> oh, my God. No, you know what? Okay, this it's is this is funny. But it, it made me think, just right now, I was thinking, you know what? It reminds me of um, Night at the Museum. Yeah, but that was good. Right, how everything, you know, all the... Um, the historical characters and the scenes all, like all come the to scenes life. come to life right and this is sort of like what this was but with a mishmash the concept sounds brilliant it's like i could see someone pitching this i could see someone pitching it and it's sounding like yeah that's gonna be awesome that sounds really cool 
And it does. It seems like a really cool concept. Like, how could you go wrong? Yeah, but it, it didn't have a strong story. Now, this is one where you can take the concept and yeah. redo it and probably make something really good. I think it failed in that they had some really bad actors because maybe they could only pay for their A-list actors. And then so they brought in some people off the streets that <laughs> can never you, acted can before. Can you pretend you're a cop? Just oh no, just grumble. Don't point fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was bad. Oh my gosh, they could really do this again and do it justice, and maybe put together a really good script. I mean, it's not really Night at the Museum because Night at the Museum, the scenes didn't come to life. The 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 figures came to life, and this it's kind of yeah. like the whole scene. Right, you're came to life. Right, you're popped into that scene. So okay, so I'm looking at the original waxworks i think they just maybe loosely you know took from it um and very it was, loosely yeah 1924 but it says a wax museum hires a writer to give the sculptures stories the writer oh. imagines himself and the museum owner's daughter in the stories oh yeah well that sounds like a cute little story so it was little horror vignettes that he was writing yeah. and then he was imagining him and his and the daughter in it right because they have, because he has uh, the top cast. I'm reading you know, the characters, and there's Ivan the Terrible, Jack the Ripper, the poet. So it looks like it's just various stories, not necessarily all you know evil. Those are real characters, though. Yeah. Ivan the Terrible, Jack the Ripper. It's like I I get that. No, I'm curious about this other one. This 1924. Yeah, I want to see that. We should just watch it. See if we could find it somehow. I'd want to see original that. Original title, Das... Das Voxfig... Das Voxfigurenkabinette. <laughs> Voxfigurenkabinetten. It looks like Das Voxfigurenkabinette. In I'm probably saying that like so wrong. Voxfigurenkabinette. Okay, so that's interesting. So this is this is very this is totally different. While writing the third story about Jack the Ripper, he falls asleep and dreams he and the girl are pursued by the serial killer. So it sounds like just like a, a fantasy. Like just little thing. fantasy vignettes. Yeah. Yeah. So not nothing like this. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They took a real a germ of a really good story and then obliterated it. And then into <laughs> a big dog, a big heaping steaming pile. pile. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yes yeah. yes so okay how does this mess start <laughs> with 30 year olds high school with students? 30 year old high school students oh my god it's yeah it's so it's one of those yeah but well one of the main characters uh, is a wealthy he's an ass wealthy wealthy, wealthy yeah, ass. He's a real jerk. A real dickwad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this Wait. is our hero. Right. Zach Galligan, who we know from Gremlins. He was the lead. Yeah, and he was it was he was adorable in he that. He was Billy. Billy Peltzer. I mean he was fine in that. Yeah. And this one he's just such a he's jerk. just a dick. Yeah. And they play it through the whole, you know, rich kid asshole right. in this thing. In the beginning. So. And, you know, the thing is, all throughout the thing, you never warm up to him. It's like he never redeems himself and no. he stays an asshole throughout. And yet right. this is our this is our protagonist. Yeah. He's never he's never likable. Never. Never. 
Nobody really is. Actually, I was just trying. I was just thinking, hmm, who did the like only in this person movie? that I did like was was the uh, werewolf. Was the werewolf? I liked That's the, the zombies. I liked, I liked the, the evil people. <laughs> I wanted them to come to life. <laughs> they were fine. The likable <laughs> character was the werewolf and the little evil baby. They, oh my gosh! That we only get at the thing. end. Yeah, there's this the there's this little evil baby with with sharp teeth. Sharp teeth. <laughs> it was like some alien weird. It wasn't even alien. It was just like a little baby with little sharp teeth that's right. like ying, 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 ying. hanging on to the grandma. And it's this weird grandma with with weird pasty eyes and and <laughs> and pasty white skin sitting in a crib with this weird toothy baby. Fangs. Weird fangy baby. <laughs> Right. Oh my gosh. It uh. looks like the baby looked kind of like it had the teeth from the if you're listening to this, you're probably aware of a trilogy of terror. And oh, you remember yes. the little voodoo man. Yes, that's the little yes. voodoo man. Hey, the, the baby crunchy. had little 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 spiky teeth like the voodoo man in <laughs> trilogy of terror. <laughs> what a that was cool. I want one of those. I really want one. That was cute. Especially if it does try and bite you. <laughs> I want one that really bites. <laughs> yeah oh my gosh uh, but we'll get we'll get to the end the big finale we'll get, we'll get to the end we'll, <laughs> let's just talk about the finale oh the big finale <laughs> i know let's just talk about that because the rest of it's just boresville yeah it's just it's just a bunch of high school students who are bitching about everything acting like assholes right rich snotty, snotty little kids punks yeah the one girl uh who is dating the rich kid is kind of seeing other people on the side and he knows it and he's not happy with her. She doesn't care. She wants to do her own thing, right? I mean, yeah, the only girl that was kind of okay was the one who was in Valley Girl. There's this girl who was yeah. who starred in Valley Girl back in the day. So her name in this is Sarah. Her name is Deborah Foreman, is the actress. Deborah Foreman. And she starred in Valley Girl. And, you know, she plays a sweet little innocent kind of virginal. Girl next door. Like the Molly Ringwald type. Yeah. So we've got that character. And then we got the, you know, the, the jerk's best friend who is very much like him. They're kind of interchangeable, really. They're really, they're the same character. I couldn't tell them the part. Hi. Is it true what they say about bodybuilders? Well, that's for me to know. But I did enjoy rubbing oil all over that big... Just give it a break, China, okay? Jeez, can I take a joke? <laughs> Save it for the powder room, babe. This man is in pain. Nothing real, assholes. Like, if something happened to one of them, I just... I couldn't tell which one it was happening to, because they all looked the same to me. Yeah, they did. All white guys looked the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's white. Everybody is. There's only... <laughs> There's only two people of color in this that right. I recall. And only trust two. Me, only two. And they have the best part. Are you finished? Yes. But you know, my English is not so good. This is 1988. Yeah, I get that. Different generation. Seriously. I feel so bad for those actors because actually oh they God. were good actors. <laughs> Yeah. They were maybe two of the good actors. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. And this is what they were given. Uh, two seconds on screen of just, it was just so obnoxious. Racist. So racist and obnoxious. <laughs> so racist. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, we have the um, the annoying teenagers bitching and moaning about everything. 
And, you know, the typical, very typical, but also not charming. It's almost like they wanted like like a 13 Candles group cast of characters. And you were supposed to like them, right? Weren't you? Yes, I didn't. Assholes. You really don't like any of them. Right. Uh, The one who plays Sarah. Maybe she's passable. But then in the end, yeah, you know, she ends up a whore. <laughs> well, they're, they're calling her a whore. I'm like, wow. People, you end up realizing on. she's a big pervy whore. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> That's terrible. She's anyway. Not. You know what happened? Okay. So wait, should I even go into that? No, don't, don't even know. go let's into it. Let's not even go into that yet. Let's not, even, not even get into it. We're not, we're not okay. there yet. We're, we're not, not even near uh, there yet. We're not. No. All right. So the teenagers, the group of teenagers, the girls are on their own walking down the street as they walk past a building that says Waxworks. I mean, it kind of looks like a. It just looks like an old house with a sign they put up that said Waxworks. Waxworks. Right. Like an old one of those old Victorian houses. Yeah. And, you know, the gals are walking by, not noticing anything. And suddenly this guy dressed very similarly to uh, Willy Wonka with the purple jacket. and Very Willy Wonka. He just didn't have the top hat. Yeah. Yeah. That's all he was missing. Suddenly pops into their view. Yeah. Just magically. I'm sorry, ladies. Did I startle you? Heart attack, maybe. Startle, no. I see you're interested in my waxworks. Magically appears. And invites them to visit his waxworks museum at midnight tonight. And it's so boring in this town. They'll do anything. They're just like, what? Okay. I'm having a private showing tonight at midnight. Hmm. Good time. After dinner, but before breakfast. You can bring some friends, of course. No more than six, though. Otherwise, I'm afraid we might be a bit full. Oh, you're expecting a crowd. Like I said, no more than six. And he says, bring six of your friends. Bring six more assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Bring six assholes with you. Only six. I'm limiting it to six. (laughs) Which is weird, but okay, we'll go with it. So the girl's like, okay, yeah, great. And the next thing you know, they are at school. They're at school in the bleachers, talking to their friends, watching the jocks play football. I guess they they tell them that they're invited to this and if they want to go, right? They invite their friends. Hold up. We we forgot about the most important part, the very opening scene. The opening scene sets up the whole story. (laughs) The opening scene. Oh, we totally did. But you know what? (laughs) I know it didn't. It was so inconsequential. It didn't even really matter. But it starts off where you see someone being well. That robbed. you know what? That was actually like the most intriguing thing. And then and then all of a sudden you're just like submersed into this world of uh, annoying teenagers, of annoying thirty year old freshman assholes. Yeah. And so from that point on, it's kind of like drags on with a bunch. You know, do I want to hang and out it does with these drag. people? No, I don't want to hang out with these people. It's like the, there's a bunch of banter that makes absolutely no sense. You find out that Mark Lotmore is a wealthy kid and it's like you see a little bit of his life. Yeah. But prior to that, just just a brief scene. It's a very brief it's scene that very opens brief. It, but it establishes a lot of the plot. This guy is getting robbed. I just thought it was jewelry. It didn't That's look like I artifacts like, to oh, me, but someone's stealing the jewelry. <laughs> They're stealing like 
It looks like costume jewelry, like some kind of jewelry you get from yeah. big lots. Right, right, yeah. right. In in a glass case in, in a, a person's case. home. So it's not like a jewelry store or anything like that. No. So it's like they're robbing this guy. He has a little glass and case And he's trying to fight him, which is probably one of the best scenes in the movie. It, yeah, the fight. His head catches on fire. Because <laughs> he's next to the fireplace. And the guy, you know, who's robbing kind of throws him to the fireplace. Throws the him guy's down to the fireplace, yeah. head catches on fire and he gets up and he's still trying to wiggle around. He's like, he's like, like heat miser. It's like his head was waxed because it just, it combusts. This guy's just like, <laughs> with the flames on his head. I don't know if anyone's head would combust like that. <laughs> it just, so, yeah, so it's just his flame. head is like sizzling. <laughs> And so he's kind of standing up and like, like he's going to fight back. And then he flops back down. And the rest of his head starts to starts to sizzle in the fireplace. <laughs> and then the guy sits down next to it and starts to warm his hands and feet. <laughs> Grabs a couple of marshmallows. Put another granny on the fire. <laughs> Grab some marshmallows. <laughs> Make some s'mores. I'm going to make it some s'mores as I'm grabbing some jewelry. <laughs> right. <laughs> So anyway, so so yeah, that was just a flashback to the a beginning. Very quick scene. It was very quick. It was, it was yeah. very quick. It like happens like I don't even know if it happens during the credits or it happens like directly after the credits and then it's done. Yeah, it's super fast. And then we get to this off-putting thirty-year-old right. big mama's boy. Mummy, why can't I have a coffee for breakfast? Now drink your milk, mom. When are you going to let me have some coffee in the morning? When you're a big boy. I mean, you know it's bad for you. But, Mom, I need the caffeine. Badly. Well, I'll think about it. Now run along, darling. No, son. No coffee for you. It's so basic. And they set it up, you know, in a way where, you know, it's a huge table and each sitting at the very end of and the table so you can't each see each other you can't really communicate there's a huge arrangement a floral arrangement in the middle so you know you're not even seeing their faces they're just talking back and forth and only so, okay, mother's milk for you <laughs> exactly <laughs> and, it's just, and it's so annoying because it's like you feel like how many times have i seen something like this it's like okay i get, I it's get a very, it yeah, rich, it's an old, old it's trope like, yeah it's like okay hired we old get trope. it we get it yeah, he's not allowed to drink coffee. He's still a boy. He's like a 30-year-old man who can't get his own damn coffee. No, he's oh, so dude. wealthy and annoying. And he has his butler, Jenkins. Jenkins. Who, who does provide him with caffeine. And Here's your caffeine and nicotine, sir. Your cough. Excuse me. Caffeine's cough. Thank you. And uh, your nicotine. Mm, thank you. I don't oh, even know why Lord. he bothered asking his mom. I guess it was just so that we know that... That he's a kept mama's boy? Yeah. Who drinks mama's milk? Exactly. Well, do we care about him? We no. don't care about him. We never drink, care about him. Drink as much caffeine as you like. <laughs> and smoke as many nicotine nicotines <laughs> as you like. We don't care. Go smoke away. Smoke as many nicotines as you want. Yes, go away. Oh, you punk. Yeah. Anyway, these punk kids, they all decide to go ahead and visit the Waxworks, visit Mr. Wonka. <laughs> at the Waxworks at, at, at night. night. Right. Um, so they get there and... They hear some cats mating in the background, <laughs> get scared and decide they want to leave. Right. <laughs> Guys, 
if I'm gonna play the hero, at least give me a little room. Safety numbers, man. Which is like, okay, really? Meow! <laughs> <laughs> Quick, <laughs> run! Let's get out of here! There's <laughs> cats! I'm cats terrified! Maybe. There's a oh feral cat out here! <laughs> this must be the bad part of town. <laughs> feral cats everywhere! <laughs> oh my god. Made zero sense, but okay. So they were a little scared, but then they press on. And they decide to go in. They get their courage. Two of them, they come with six assholes and then two of the assholes leave. So there's only four. Only four assholes to be had. <laughs> oh, to be waxed. <laughs> so there's only four assholes to be waxed. Two of the assholes left because they were scared of feral cats. <laughs> this is not my idea of fun. Come on, Gems. Let's just take a look. No. just doesn't feel right, guys. <laughs> hey, honey, wait up! Anyone else not coming? <laughs> now, this, now, this alone, this, movie this alone tells you exactly what this movie's about. <laughs> we just summed it up with that. Start with six assholes to be waxed. <laughs> to leave because they're fearful of feral cats. Oh, oh. and that is the movie. <laughs> the end. <laughs> There's some monsters thrown in there. Oh, get out <laughs> while you can. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they show um, up and they are greeted by, by the little person. By a little person who is actually a pretty famous actor. There's this like butler lurch looking guy that's helping him. But yeah. the first thing you see is Hungarian actor. Yeah, he's Hungarian. His name's uh, Mishu Misarosh. Misarosh. And he was in Big Top Pee-wee. Pee-wee! I love Pee-wee. <laughs> yeah. And um, H.R. Puffin Stuff. Was he in H.R. Puffin Stuff? He was in H.R. Puffin Stuff. Oh my gosh, I love that show. He was, yeah, me too. Was he Kling or Clang? Can't, can't do a little do if you can't do can't enough. Do enough. Wow, that's kind of Wait, sad. that's can't kind of, do, I know that's kind of, am I little little that right? you can't do enough. H.R. Puffin Stuff. Push your bed when things get rough. HR, pop and step. Can't do a little because you can't do enough. Oh, is he, oh he my God, mayor, that's awful. Right? <laughs> you can't do anything? Terrible. Can't, can't do a what a horrible you song. Can't do enough. So don't think, even do right? anything, kids. Just be lazy. Do nothing. What a, what a moral of that TV show. You will not accomplish anything. You can't do anything. Can't do a little so you can't do enough. That's why we're lazy bastards. <laughs> we're so lazy. We can't do oh, it. We just no. can't. We're never going to accomplish anything. Can't do a little because we can't do enough. That is the lyric, right? <laughs> God, now I want to look it up. Oh, how sad. Can't do a little Jimmy and the little flute. Jimmy and the flute. Oh my gosh. Oh, the flute. The little witchy poo. I loved witchy poo. I'm just ponchos. There's another one. I'm just ponchos. There's another one. I'm just ponchos. There's another one. Another rhyme for oranges. There ain't no rhyme for oranges. <laughs> oh, I love it. Billy <laughs> Hayes, man. She was witchy poo. Yeah, she was loved awesome. Her. And she was Jeannie in Lidsville. Oh, yeah, Lidsville. All right, you guys. So, th so now we're going into HR Puff and stuff. Okay, and let's forget about land. this movie. So we're suggesting you watch those instead. It's you know what? It's a very similar premise. He jumps into a different reality. Yeah, but he's likable. And that weird boat he was in. Yeah, and it and it changed. 
it was like really pretty and all of a sudden it got like really dark and the seas got rough, rough and then and, and then it all of a sudden yeah. you see witchy poo in the sky and her and, like, her, ah, and her broom broom and her broom mobile broom 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 oh my gosh and then wasn't one of her sisters martha ray martha ray i think so maybe as like a guest or something or... yeah she wasn't on all she of wasn't them, there but... all the... yeah witchy poo yeah oh that was such a good show and it was way better than wax work <laughs> so much better. <laughs> our suggestion for you hr pub and stuff can't do a little because you can't do enough lidsville was a lot like this let's explain lidsville so the guy who used to be eddie munster falls into a gigantic magician's hat and ends up in Lidsville. They were so on LSD. <laughs> I oh love it. Oh my god. Because it's all Sid and Marty Croft, right? Oh yeah, it's all Sid and Marty. Oh man! Gosh, that was good. so many drugs going. They on must then. have been so high. Yeah, it was perfect for our generation. <laughs> Nothing will ever compare to those shows. No, Nothing. I I loved those. That's why our generation is insane. Because <laughs> we're watching <laughs> kids shows made <laughs> by people on LSD. We were eating a bunch of crunch berries and watching. Oh my shows. god! To- yes, that's what we were doing. Nobody gives a shit what you want. Shut your mouth. Absolutely. Just oh eating God. all that sugary oh guide cereal. Captain Crunch. Oh my Picking God. Picking out the crunch berries. Fruit loops. Now you can just get a box of crunch berries before oh, you had gross. to pick them out of the cereal. Well, then there's no fun in it if you just get the box of it. I know. <laughs> Fruity Gosh, pebbles. All, all candy. <laughs> eating all. Like yeah. Boxes of, of candy. Boxes of candy with all kinds of dye in it yum watching these crazy lsd inspired <laughs> shows oh gosh that's that is why we are the way we are because you can't do a little because you can't do enough and that's why the world's in such a mess LSD <laughs> and eat your cereal we were the generation they experimented on <laughs> totally we were their guinea pigs <laughs> absolutely oh no oh my god well there you have it nobody gives a shit what you want now back to wax work that's how that's how entertaining the movie was up until that point (laughs) oh so awful 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 teenagers wind up in the wax works and then it just starts happening right away they end up in the wax works First, they're greeted by little person, and uh-huh. I can't understand a dang thing that guy because said. he's Hungarian. His accent is so thick. He said something to them, and then whips his hair back and then walks out. Yeah, I, I don't and know. And they just stare at him like what? What? And they they just proceed okay. on to look at the wax. Works. I needed subtitles for that. It's a dog. Make yourself comfortable. Or bring for anyone. You're supposed to wait until I ring the bell. Get out! Get out! <laughs> I can understand all that stuff. My my dad 
was Hungarian. Okay. He his 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 accent was just as strong. I oh dare my you. God. What did he say? What did he then say to the kids? He says, "You want a cup of coffee?" Oh, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what he said. <laughs> Darling. <laughs> oh no. Oh my god. So anyway, they go into the wax works and they see all the various scenes. And some are monsters. Classic monsters like the mummy, there's Wolfman, there's the uh Phantom. There was like a vampire set. Marky de Sade. We already said that, right? Yeah. Well, no. Marky Mark de Chade. The Marque the Marque de Chade. The Marque de Chade. He was there. They yeah. didn't have Jack the Ripper. I was surprised. No, they didn't. I think we're, whenever you go to any kind of wax museum, there's, there's always, always a the Jack... Jack the Ripper. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, there was no Jack the Ripper, I don't think. So no Jack the Ripper mm-hmm. there. So, but a lot of other uh, horror movie creatures, things like mm-hmm. that. No political figures. Just no, no Ivan the Terrible or anything like no. that. No, and there were some zombies, but what did they call them? Trash zombies or it was like a zombie movie that they were familiar with. I don't know. Trash zombies. Trash panda zombies. Trash panda zombies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the trash zombies. Yeah, they kind of look trashy. Ooey gooey zombies. It was Ooey like... gooey zombies. That's what it was. Ooey gooey zombies. <laughs> It was like some kind of made-up right. zombie movie that they right. Were they were horrible, the zombies. So that's probably why they called them something stupid, like gooey gooey. They didn't even look like zombies. They just looked like homeless. <laughs> oh god, it's no. like poor homeless people. Oh, no, <laughs> they didn't even look like zombies. They didn't even bother to put really good makeup on no. them. They just looked it, like they were a little like, bit disheveled and dirty. It looked like they were wearing those those goofy teeth that you can get like those wax at the Halloween teeth. store. Yeah, and they're like. <laughs> I mean, they look pretty bad. On them. I mean, those yeah. ones that taste terrible. <laughs> fruit, <laughs> fruit punch flavored. Mm, yummy. That's pretty much what, what they what they looked like. So everyone, of course, is attracted to various scenes. Uh, yeah, a different scenario or a different scene. And it starts off with one of the snotty boys. He is looking at the wolfman scene. What was he smoking a cigarette? And he accidentally flings his match into the scene of the werewolf a lit match idiot he's going to grab the the match and suddenly he is pulled into this vortex and it was like this blue neon outline on the vortex which kind of reminded us of xanadu xanadu so yeah it's got that kind of neon looking thing and it sucks him into the scene. And then he just has this weird bad wig on. <laughs> Horrible wig. Oh, <laughs> no. well, this was before we knew what the premise of the scene was. And so we didn't realize he had popped out anywhere. And we're like, what? What happened? What's going on? What happened What's to going him? on here? And he just has this dirty clothes on and a weird lopsided a wig that looks like it's going to fall off. He looked like a weirdo hippie. He was at Woodstock. <laughs> 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 with a bad wig <laughs> that would have been more interesting <laughs> god that would have been funny <laughs> if you have partaken of the green acid if you would as soon as convenient please go to the hospital tent <laughs> what the fuck I'm with a bunch of hippies oh shit he took the brown acid <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> with the fucking hippies <laughs> Get me out of here. 
But unfortunately, no, they were not hippies. It was <laughs> naked hippies playing in the mud. <laughs> that would be a scene. No. So instead, he is with a man who is soon to become a werewolf. He's with John Reese Davies, who I, I don't Fabulous think Fabulous actor. I'm going to call him the wolf man. He doesn't really have a character name. He, he basically go, jumps into the scene and he starts to turn into the wolf man. But you can do nothing to help me. Jack, you got the wrong guy, man. Jack! You must run, Jack. As far as you can. The full moon has already arisen. In a few moments, I dare not think what will happen. Right, and he's telling the guy to get out. He's like, you know, get out get of out. here. Get out. You are not safe. Leave, oh. leave. And he's like, too late. The guy's like, dude, what's the deal, man? What? Oh, okay, fine. And for some inexplicable <laughs> reason, he goes out to get firewood. Which made no sense, but I, I don't I don't even think he asked him to get an A. <laughs> like, think why, did, did why did you go out and get firewood and then bring it back instead of just running away? <laughs> I don't understand. Maybe he thought, well, now I have this wig and this weird outfit. Maybe I'm supposed to bring firewood to this man i don't know i don't know the wolf man starts to turn into the wolf man but it takes forever, forever. oh my god i don't know what the direction was on the scene but part of what he was doing as the wolf man was like he looked like he was hugging himself and then doing some weird kind of wiggly dance <laughs> I, I don't know what that was, like the transformation part of him being know, a Maybe he man. was trying to hold himself back from becoming, I'm going well, to squeeze my arms and hold myself back from becoming <laughs> a werewolf. Oh. Weirdest <laughs> transformation. He finally does transform. Yeah. But he's the most adorable wolf Oh, head. my God. The cutest. It's like a big, giant, overgrown so wolf. Looking. It's not. It doesn't even look like a wolf, really. I mean, it, I don't no. really know what it looks like, but it's a big, it's... puffy, cute, uh, furry thing. Yeah. <laughs> With little pointy ears. <sighs> yes, that are moving around like little antennae. Like, dee, 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 and I'm antenna. like, oh, my gosh, that's adorable. I want so to adopt cute. him and take him home. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to pet him. And give him his shots and bring him home. <laughs> Let's give you your shots. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want rabies <laughs> i don't want rabies yeah he's just um adorable he's adorable but then he goes on to eat the head of the boy that ended up in the scene yeah. he's just munching on it He's biting it, but it looks like he's making out with him. He looks like he's, he's <laughs> necking with like, him. Hmm. He's just like, boom, boom, boom. He looks like he's kissing him. Hello. You're so cute. I love that wig. He's just kidding. He's so happy to see him. He's like a puppy. I love I it love when puppies you. see you when you come home. They're so excited. and Jumping up. <laughs> That's what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then he bites so into cute. him. And, and then he eats his head. <laughs> No, he didn't eat his head because he had to become a, a wolf. He bit his arm and then he kind of crunched his head too. And then a hunter came in and, and shot, shot him. the wolf. God forgive me.
Lloyd starts to transform into a wolf, but he only gets halfway, so he's not so cute. No, like he's got bad inflammation and a bad wig. <laughs> and a bad <laughs> wig. Like he was stung by bees. And he was, yeah, <laughs> and then had a bad wig on top of it. The, and then the hunter comes in and shoots him. And that was the end of that scene. So like, oh, well, he's dead. Okay. Who cares? And that's the thing. You don't care. He's an asshole. He's a dummy. Get him out of here. Turn him into a wax figure. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care anything about these people. I don't care. Turn them all into wax figures. Maybe that's the service they're doing for the town. They're turning all the assholes into wax (laughs) figures. figures. (laughs) They're waxing all the assholes. All assholes need to be waxed. (laughs) Right. So that's the end of that guy. Then who's next? And then Vampire Girl. And so the haughty little sassy girlfriend of the Richie boy. Richie Rich. Who's also seeing other guys on the side. Is transfixed by this good looking vampire in this one scenario. She's hypnotized into it and walks into that scene. And the thing is, they take you to a totally different place. You go into this new environment whenever you go into one of these storylines. So the thing is, they don't have to write any real new material because they're all so derivative of the original story tropes. You know what I mean? It just felt like lazy storytelling. Vampire girls around a dinner table and he's... He's the lead vampire. He's the papa. And he's welcoming her to his dinner table. Right. With all of his brides around him. And his son, who looks older than him, with the same bad wig. He took the same wig. I think honest. it is the same wig. It's and then Fabio, be. the Dracula guy, looks like Fabio. So Fabio is having a dinner. Yeah. He's totally like Fabio. Welcome, my dear. Join us. And of course, the. The dinner is a delicious tartare <laughs> of human. Looks like um, blood clots. It, yeah, it was like blood clot soup. Yummy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With lots of extra coagulated blood yeah. So she has to eat it. And she does. Politely. That is the polite thing to do. Very polite. That girl has manners. And the thing is, that does not fit with her character. Because she's such a bitch. Because she is such a bitch. All of a sudden, she has manners. She should have been like, ew, what the fuck is this? What is this swill? I want my nicotine and my caffeine. (laughs) This is disgusting. Didn't you have sushi? This is gross. I'm not eating that. Raw meat. You do like raw meat. Please, if not, we can have some. No, that's fine. But instead, she was very polite and ate it and, you know, used her little napkin to dab a little bit of the blood off of her mouth. She actually ate it all. She licked her plate. She did. And they had to carry her off. She'd eaten so much. That one actually made me want to gag. Yeah, like pretty gross. Because then everyone starts chowing down. They're like piglets at the trough, slurping up their bloody clots. So, yeah. Yeah. So they take her to her room. Her bathroom to throw up. (laughs) (laughs) And the son shows up. The vampire's son. Doesn't the gentleman knock? If my father knew that I was here, he would banish me from the castle. He wants you for himself. Hey, that's so fast. I guess he's trying to turn her into a vampire. He's hungry. He wants more. He didn't have enough blood clots. He ate so much. Jeez, he ate so much, but whatever. She fought him. She goes into this room 
where she sees this man who in the scenario is supposed to be her fiance. He's tied to this to this table. Basically, that was him for dinner. From the thigh down only, his leg is missing, but the bone is still the there. The bone is still there. So I guess that they'll use that later for soup. I'm I'm guessing. Uh, I don't know how don't he's know. still so wide awake. So coherent. <laughs> I know. With a whole part of his leg. Get me out of here. He's not bleeding out. He, I mean, I guess he has no. plenty of blood. They had a lot of that sauce. They did. A lot of gravy. There was like, what, seven people at that dinner party? Yeah, at least. Yeah. They were yeah. eating a lot of his leg. And doesn't seem like he's in much pain. No, he's with it. And like, hey, get me out of here. Get me out of here. Now listen carefully. <laughs> The Count is a vampire. They all are. This is horrible. And so our little vampire friend uh, starts fighting with the gal. She fights back. She doesn't want to be turned or she doesn't want to be eaten. And she sees what's going on with her fiancé, supposed fiancé. And so she fights him and does what she's supposed to do. Her fiancé is so coherent. He's able to explain to her all of the rules about how you kill a vampire. They can only be killed by a crucifix, wood through their heart, or decapitation. You're crazy. You know, go get a cross, go break that chair. He's like directing her on what she's supposed to do to kill these vampires. So she starts killing them off, and the sun comes down too because she didn't. She fought she... him off, but she didn't kill him. But when she does kill him, it's spectacular. She, she gets the knives and puts them in the form of a cross, and he's yeah. like, "Put it on his head." I'm like, "That's stupid. It's not even. It's not a freaking real, real cross. It's not blessed or anything. It's just two knives." And he, she puts it on his head, and then his head starts to get bubbly and expanding, yeah. and then it just. Explodes. Explodes, right? It's From the stupid knives. <laughs> that means you could use anything and make it into a cross. She could have done that with her fingers. It didn't make any sense. It didn't. It was stupid. I mean, did a priest did a priest sneak in there and bless bless the, those knives? The knives. It's always fun to see exploding heads. <laughs> <laughs> I give that a thumbs up. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so she explodes his head and then the uh the lead vampire the papa is not very pleased no i mean because the vampires get the fiance also and turn him into a vampire so she ends up killing them all she ends up killing all of the wives all of the vampire yeah, girlfriends everybody yeah everybody except for the main vampire fabio yeah and of course he's got the charm and the the whole mesmerizing with the eyes and I am Dracula. He hypnotizes her into a state of submission and he bites her and then she just happily becomes a vampire. Yeah. Going somewhere, my beauty. Whenever one of these people goes into a scene, then the victim appears in the scene minutes later. Right. So if you're on the outside, you could see that there's another character. Pop, there's a new character in the scene. That's pretty cool. I mean, there's yeah. some cool elements about it, but it, it just, it could have been so much better. Mark and Sarah, she sees the marquee. And she's fascinated. And Right. And she's fascinated with them. And you can see... In her eyes, God. that she's just like hooked. She's into gonna that. go. Like she's she's just seconds from jumping into that scene. But at that point, Mark he's getting frustrated and takes her out of there. And it's like, let's get out of here. He just wants to go. 
And he doesn't know where everybody else went. And he's like, let's just get out of here. He's done with this stupid wax museum thing. Where the hell are they? Somewhere around? They're not anywhere. I looked everywhere. I checked. I want out of here, Sarah. I'm serious. But, that, but then we get an inkling that somehow she's connected with that scene. The sweet, innocent virgin is obsessed with the Marky yeah. Mark de Chade. <laughs> exactly. Marky Mark de Chade. <laughs> I love you. But so, luckily he grabs her in time and, and takes yeah, her out. Yeah, it's like, let's go. Let's get out of here. So they get out. And they're greeted by the little Hungarian who says something to them, but I don't know what. Oh, Right, because they're like, we're our friends. And he's just like, they gone, they gone. And he's like moving his arms live. They gone. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> you don't know what he said. No, because he's like, they gone. Like so fast. Like, yeah. And he's like, they gone. And then he whips his hair back and then he makes this weird whipping sound. I hope you join the visit. Uh, yes, thank you. It was quite enjoyable. You two friends left earlier. Uh huh. They seemed loving very much. Tony in China. Bye. Good night. So they, they they take off and their friends are missing. They don't know what happened to them. So Mark decides to go to the police. He has an inkling that something uh -huh. happened in the waxworks and that's why they're missing. And so he goes to the cops and he tells them, you got to do something. It's like typical scene with a cop. Like, how do you know? What do you do? Surly cop. Yeah, the coffee and the cigarettes and... How do you know? Why would you think that? You know how many people have gotten missing in this area in the last two weeks? No. Thirteen. That's a hell of a lot of people in two weeks. And now another two. And you're telling me that they've been kidnapped and boiled in wax? You know how many people are missing? Thirteen people are missing. It's like, dude, in your watch, in two weeks, thirteen people are missing? <laughs> Sounds like you've got a problem. You've got a problem there, buddy. Better... I would listen to this one lead. He doesn't care. That knows that two people are missing and was with them just before they disappeared. And knows where where they were last seen. But... I know, but dude, come on. So he, I don't know, he kind of gives him a hard time, but then he decides to go and look for himself. Mark's going to go in with him, but he's like, no, no, this is cop stuff. You stay out here. No, you, you can't come out. Well, we're going to check it out. So he goes to check it out. Mark is with the cop and goes with him up to the door because he's infuriated and he thinks, oh, something happened here. Something happened here yeah. for sure. And the person who answers the door is David Warner, but in a nice white, you know, looks like he's going to go play cricket. It looks very dapper. Yes, very dapper indeed. You know, he's giving Mark the eye knowing that Mark knows something because you could tell that he knows Mark knows something's up. But he also knows that He's going to get away with stuff. He's just like, whatever. Yeah, I know. He's, and he's totally trying to snow the cops. And he knows yeah. he's snowing the cops. As you know, Inspector, we're not open yet. So I doubt if they visited this mm -hmm. one's work. You going to swallow that shit? You shut up. I'm sorry. You were saying. Yes, well, it's just that it couldn't possibly be this wax work unless they broke in after dark. Oh, come on. I don't believe this. Uh, of course, you can feel free to wander around if you wish. It would be a pleasure. You stay here. I want to show you waxwork. Shit! And then the cops make Mark leave. Mark's pissed about it, but he leaves. Then the cop goes in the waxworks with David Warner to check it out. David Warner's just brushing it off like, oh, 
Sure. Come in. Yeah. Come in anytime. Take a look around. No problem. His character is David Lincoln. The cop sees the, you know, the different scenes and he's really attracted to the the mummy. Um, He was always interested and fascinated with mummies and archaeology and all that stuff. David Warner, he tries to push him into the scene. Sure you wouldn't like a closer look? (laughs) Please, really, I must be going. But this didn't make sense. So David Lincoln, he pushes the cop. I mean, like, physically, you could see he him really, really tries to push, push him, him into the scene, throw him into the scene. And then he says, I got to go. Wouldn't the cop be like, dude, why are you pushing me? I know, but he didn't say anything. I mean, it was such a physical, strong. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. You didn't get a sense of what he was thinking or feeling. Because mm-hmm. I, I believe what they were going for is that when the police officer went into the waxworks, he knew who all the victims were. And so when he can see them in the scenes and he probably was supposed to emote that he knew that something was up because he could tell that all these people looked like victims that he'd seen yeah. before. But you never well, it get makes that me, impression. It makes me wonder, like, did they cut something from that? Or is oh, it just... maybe when Lincoln tries to shove him in, then he would have a, a look of suspicion on his face or yeah, something, something that would indicate that. But no, he just made it sound like, he no, says, I got to go. No, you know what? I got to go. I got to uh, I gotta go play some golf or something. You know, it was just kind of like if someone pushes you that hard. You'd be like, dude. Like, hey, wow, you're trying to knock me over. But exactly. The direction and the acting. I don't know if it was an actor's choice or a director's choice to not react know. to that. Push. But there was just no reaction whatsoever. It's just like, OK, I got to go now. But he does get away. So he escapes. Yeah, he leaves and he knows that there's something going on there. He goes back to the office and starts looking through all of his photos of, of the victims. That and are he's missing. piecing it together, looking at the different faces. And and that's how we know that he knows. And then Mark starts to realize that he knows Lincoln from somewhere. I know that guy. Listen, I think I know what's going on, okay? I went to the wax first today. I met this man. Oh, that explains everything. You don't understand. I recognize his face. Come on. And so he grabs like Valley Girl, Sarah, Sarah. he grabs Sarah out of class in the most ridiculous over the top kind of slapstick way. Again, trying to be cute. I'm so sick. I I don't know what's wrong with me. I I feel nauseous. Sarah's got to do it. It's an incredibly contagious disease. Oh, I'm sick. I've got. He is no Ferris Bueller. It's supposed to be a cute scene. It just falls flat. It totally falls it flat. It seems like it flat. doesn't even need to be in, in there. It's just like, just go no. get her. Just get her and say, you know what? There's an emergency. I got to get out of here. Not the whole, oh, I hurt my arm. I got to get x-rated. I mean, an x-ray. I got to. I, I know. It's like he's supposed to be what? charming and it's supposed to be funny and humorous. But it's not. It's like you never really warm up to him. Aren't you in the scene yet? Didn't they already get you in the waxworks? <laughs> Seriously, he wants to show her where he knows this guy from, where the where the waxworks guy is from. And he goes up into this old attic in his house where all of this stuff is in boxes and it's totally dusty. It looks like it's never been seen in like years and covered with inches of dust. But somehow he's he's managed to remember what a picture one of one guy looked article. like in an obscure article about his grandfather is, yeah, in a that newspaper. was hidden under a bunch of junk. Uh, so she, he brings her up to the attic because he needs her there. I don't know why he needs her there. 
But it's like, what is she going to do? I guess he needed help looking through things. Maybe he wanted her to dust. The thing is, he, wa he wanted her to <laughs> I need you to house. dust. I don't want allergies. Can you dust this for me? What use is she? I mean, she doesn't know what he looked like. She doesn't even know what she's looking for. No, but what she does find is a book. She finds the book and she opens it. And it's like reading rainbow, all lit up, and, and it's kind of pretty. It is like this bright, beaming light that comes so out. So it's like reading rainbow, like, oh, you found a nice book. Yay, the Marquis de Chalet <laughs> is going to beat me. Right. And she's just drawn to it, and it's glowing in her hand. Oh, I, I want to know more of this book of perversions. <laughs> Never-ending story of perversion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought for a second she was going to vanish and then pop into the scene anyway because she's so connected uh, yeah. to the Marquis de Chade. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That kind of wasn't even necessary, actually. I don't. I don't think so. It's just overkill because we already know she's fascinated with the Marquis de Sade. You don't right. have to do it we again. Didn't even need that. How did the book get magical? I don't get it. Why was it in his? grandfather's trunk right what was up know. with his grandfather i don't know i've got more questions <laughs> oh so oh, he, he's God. looking for this obscure paper that's still pretty good condition now listen to this the only clue is the disappearance of a mr david lincoln loftmore's chief helper at the house huh? well this is mr lincoln That's the same man I originally met with China. But he hasn't aged. So my grandfather was killed, looted of all of these relics that he had. And that's when we find out the relics. We're like, what? And the only person that was there was his, what's his manservant? What was he? His butler or something? Uh, I don't his know. Friend. Who his friend. That's the guy that told us about the waxworks. How does he look so young? And they're like, I don't know. I don't know how he looks so young. Do we know? We don't know yet. Oh. We'll know in a second. Do we ever know? We do know. Okay, so the next scene, Mark goes to his godfather's house. Hello, Mark. Sit down, dear fellow. Sit down. Sir Wilfred, this is Sarah Brightman. This is Sir Wilfred, my godfather. Hello. Just call me Wilfie. Everyone else does. It's Patrick McNee. Who plays Steve from the Avengers. Yeah, he was in the Avengers. Which only just reminds me of, of Diana Rigg. Just thinking of Diana Rigg made me happy and totally distracted me from the storyline of this movie. <laughs> we were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh my God. I love Diana Rigg. Anyway. The kid finds him and asks him about this whole situation and he explains it to him. And see, this is where we find out why is he so young? This is very serious. You see, your grandfather, bless him, had collected over the years. 18 trinkets belonging to 18 of the most evil men that have ever been. Who is this Mr. Lincoln? Well, he had his own waxworks show in San Francisco, but it failed before he started working for your grandfather. He murders my grandfather 40 years ago, and yet he still doesn't look a day over 50. <laughs> if you sold your soul to the devil, you'd never age either. Well, if you had the evil voodoo magic of Narnia, of Narnia. <laughs> he lived in Narnia for several years. <laughs> and so that's how we find out. So he does mention it. So now we know, too, that, that he was the, the thief. That, that, we... that Lincoln was a thief because then he explains he... the artifacts. He explains that yeah. he has all of these artifacts. So what we thought were just 
like jewels like, or jewels from you know, big lots from big lots <laughs> were actually supposedly artifacts were were these artifacts from these different scenarios so was right. there ever a real phantom of the opera though I don't know. Like maybe there was a real mummy. Okay, I get that. A real yeah. Marky Mark to shut in. There was a real Marky Mark. I mean, there was a real werewolf. Real, there was a well. There wasn't a real werewolf. But I oh. guess if you have like silver bullets or something, I I don't know. I don't know. But Is he has these be- artifacts from these different places. That once the once all of the scenarios have a victim, and they're dead, then all of these creatures will then come to life and destroy the world okay so let's go over that again first thing you need is the artifact the second thing you need is a victim well first you need a waxworks scenario so wait so did he make the waxworks first and then steal mcnee explains everything but what you have discovered is even more terrifying you see your grandfather not only collected their belongings but also a small piece from the dwelling of priest. What Lincoln has done is to recreate a whole scene from each character's life, which becomes like a small time vessel. The whole display is the ghost, not just the figures. Okay, so so the rules are, the rules of the game are, you need the artifact, you need the wax figure of the creature or person. And, and you need a victim. And you need a victim. And then once all of the victims are killed, McNee made it sound like all you need is the artifact, provide the victim, and then the the scenario kind of does the the voodoo. So I'm still confused. And did he say there's 13 artifacts? But then if there's 13, why did he only need? Oh, because he had six. I Wait. think he only needed 18. He wanted six more assholes. He only needed six more assholes to wax. <laughs> <laughs> this was so gay. <laughs> it was very gay. But wait a minute. The cop said there were already 13 victims. Oh, my God. I he think their math lot. is off. I don't know, They're because ma- in the final scene, there were way more than 18. I don't know what those other things were, but... But but werewolves aren't real. I know. Maybe. <laughs> you, you go figure that. <laughs> the vampires? Hey. <laughs> suspension of disbelief they're real in this story they're they're real (laughs) i don't know what artifacts did he have from the vampire i wonder what artifacts did he have from (laughs) From the snappy baby (laughs) (laughs) zombies this makes a a lot of sense it just doesn't make i mean the plot just it just goes awry if that were the case, they should have had a real Jack the Ripper. I know, right? They should have had like a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty bad a historical and Ivan the historic- Terrible. Yeah, a historical thing rather than the the monsters. And, then. Historically known monsters, evil yeah. evil men. I want to find out what the little artifact was for the evil baby. There, there ends up being a a baby with fang teeth. I don't. We'll know. We'll get to that. We'll get but anyway, so. That's it. That's the rules of the game. Artifact, scenario with the wax figure, and then you supply a victim. And then once you do that, then all of these evil characters will come to life. It's, and then it is like Night at the Museum. And maybe the Night at the Museum got their idea from this idea movie. from this. Right. <laughs> but they did it right. Yeah. 
be great if that turned into a horror movie. <laughs> the monkey eats Ben Stiller's face off. So now we know what the recipe for disaster is. I, I guess it's just evil for evil's sake to destroy the world. He, yeah. It just seemed like he wanted to release destroy. these things to, quote, destroy the planet. But even yeah. if the Marky Mark de Chade and yeah. some zombies were out there, would it really destroy the planet? No, I don't think so. I mean, more than we've already destroyed it. <laughs> I mean, we've had zombies. <laughs> we have the whole climate issue. I don't know. Maybe the evil snapping babies. Maybe that would destroy and the, the planet. And the monkey scientists. And the monkey scientists. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but I don't I love know it. where that was real I love that either. Character. I think maybe that's what I'll be for Halloween—a monkey, a monkey scientist. scientist. That would be awesome. I'll be a Let's snapping baby. We could be monkey scientists with snapping babies, <laughs> and we could have a little snapping babies and a little baby Bjorn, and carry the snapping babies with us. Do you think anybody would even know what that's from? <laughs> no, <laughs> no one's watched the stupid movie. <laughs> that's why we should do it you know what funny. first i thought maybe this movie was taken from the knott's berry farm wax don't they have wax oh, the wax works? works yeah they do have wax i thought works. it was taken from that but if it's it was not. that would be way more interesting <laughs> if you had all those characters <laughs> in it they don't have any of those no it's just wax figures so all right so now we know what the story is so now we know that mcnee has this brigade yeah. but he didn't did he tell him? He did. He made it sound like they're part of some kind of underground to save the planet. But he's got to tell everybody. Tell the others our Mr. Lincoln has been found. It has begun. So yeah. hopefully one of those people's Diana Rigg. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, we could only hope. It's begun. So apparently right. there's all these people that... have that... just been waiting around for years and years. They knew it was going to happen. They just didn't know when. And now... There's just almost enough bodies for them to do it. So he knows they got to get ready. Get ready to fight the evil. Because evil dies tonight. Oh, evil dies tonight! So Copper, he goes in late at night to the wax. Because now he knows for sure those people look like the people that are missing. Yeah, he's like, that, that's that got to be. That's, that's got to be. And so he has his uh, his deputy with him waiting in his car. And he goes sneaks eating into the sandwich, wax works, yeah. eating his sandwich and smoking his cigarette at the same time. Yeah. Ew, yummy. Mm, yummy. And um, and he goes to like go investigate one of the wax figures. And I thought he was going to jump into that scene, but he didn't. He just walks up to the wax figures in the vampire scene right. and starts scraping at the skin of the girl, China. All of the people in these scenes look like the actual people, and some of them even look like they're moving and breathing. Well, you can they see that. They're, you can see that. You, that, you can see that throughout the whole freaking film. <laughs> That these wax figures moving. are fucking breathing and they didn't even try. They didn't even try. I think I could be still longer than they did. I could hold my breath longer. And their skin didn't look waxy or anything. I don't have the best lungs, but I could do a better job. <laughs> he starts like peeling some skin, but in the, in the close up, okay, I have to admit, someone went to painstaking detail to kind of make the interior musculature of the skeleton underneath, underneath the wax. Skin, the skin right. that they made so it was like one little patch and he grabs yeah. the piece and he tries to pick it up with the knife but he keeps <laughs> dropping it and it's so he and so he has to pick it up with his fingers of course contaminating the evidence it contaminated the whole thing it's fumble fingers it probably it probably smells like cigarettes too he now. just incriminated himself <laughs> with the nicotine Dork. stain on the skin oh god oh my god <laughs> 
Yeah, takes that little chunk. So he's gotten his evidence. He's trying to walk out of this place. And he looks over at the mummy. He's drawn into it. So he's sucked into the scene. And now he's in the scene with the mummy. Come on, Nigel. Give me a hand. Push the darn thing. And so it's really cute because they open open up the sarcophagus. And there's a little little des- desiccated mummy just in there. <laughs> just like, all crumbly and, you know, cute. All cute. And then the other mummy... He comes out of this other sarcophagus. And he's alive. They are now cursed. The curse. Those who desecrate the tomb of Raoul will be condemned to a painful death. By Raoul. It was Raoul. <laughs> was that supposed to be like Raoul or something? I don't know. It's Raoul. Raoul. It's Raoul. It sounded like Raoul. They so... did say Raoul's racist. I know, total racist. Blaming everything. Yeah, and the, so the mummy gets out and just attacks them. Smashes one guy's head, stabs an old man. Gets the girl. <laughs> he picks up the girl who is cowering the corner. And this is the best part. He throws her into the coffin with the little desiccated mummy. <laughs> mummy. And the mummy's arms just kind of open up like they're like, I want to have a little hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. And then it hugs her. It's just a snuggly skeleton. And then they throw the uh, the cop in there too with him. And then the, the skeleton hugs him too. They're so cozy together. And then they close up the sarcophagus. Hugs <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> Yay. Uh, we forgot one of the one of the best kills from the va- vampires. We forgot the vampire kill. Yes, with one of the brides of the vampire. Flashback. Throws her. Oh gosh! Into yeah. the cellar wall. Where all oh my gosh! That was is. too good. <laughs> and the pops sham- her corks. <laughs> she pops her corks. She flings her into the wine cellar, and the the, the champagne goes right through her torso. And then right? the bottles pop. And open. then the corks go boop 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 and pop open. It was super cute, little champagne. That was a good one. Celebration for everyone. For all. Crack open the champagne. <laughs> that was super cute. So we yes. have that. And then we have the super cute little mummy. And the mummy scene. And then the wolf. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Some of these monsters were pretty cute. I am most definitely team monster. They were cute. So cute. So now the cop is gone. He's done. He's Yeah, he's toast. Yeah. And the other cop. He comes in and he gets in there and then Lurch just kills him. Right away, immediately. And Lincoln comes out and he's infuriated because he needed one more. What the hell did you kill him for? We still need two more. He'd have been perfect. That could have been his last kill. He could have used him. There's still two more scenarios that haven't been filled yet. He lost He lost an opportunity. And that's why he's mad. He's not mad because he killed him. He's just mad because he, they didn't throw him in a scene and kill him right. that way. And Lurch is crying. This is sad. That's all right. I'm sorry I shouted. But then, you know, he consoles him. He says, it's okay. It's all right. We'll get another one. Don't you worry. Turn that crown upside down. And these are the most evil people in the world? How did the kids get back there? They know who he is now. So right. the kids go back to the museum. 
to try to get some answers, those damn meddling kids, because now they know the rules. They need to destroy the waxworks before two more victims are had. Oh, that's right. They want to stop them from getting two more victims. So they bring their lighter fluid and their matches and they go to burn down the waxworks. The waxworks, yeah. Why can't we just burn it down from the outside? Right. They douse the flames and we get arrested for arson. That would be nice. No. We've got to burn down each display ourselves. That's right. While they're in there, little Sarah Ooh. gets mesmerized by the Mark, Marky yeah. Mark de Chade again. Marky de Chade. And this one is just weird. She's transfixed. She's just she is, stuck yeah, on the Marky She's in there for good. That kind of looks like Montoya from Princess Bride. Mandy Potemkin. He's got the same body type. From a distance. When yeah. he gets close up, he doesn't look anything like him. He looks more like the the singer, uh, Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton a little bit, which is inconsequential. But <laughs> <laughs> come on, let's get this thing blazing. And he's throwing his lighter fluid over everything and trying to start a fire. And then he realizes that she's stuck in the scenario. She's gone. And then he gets pushed into a scenario, too. Yes. The the. It was like a black and white zombie scenario. So it looks very, you know, Romero, Night of the Living Like they were trying, but... but not so good. And then he realizes, he has this realization that, you know what, this isn't real. He's trying to escape and he runs into the barrier. From the vortex. And he realizes, okay, this is not real. I was forced to. If I don't believe in you, then you don't exist. Shit, I hope I'm right. And his theory in his mind that he comes up with right then, if I don't believe in you... You can't be real. You can't do anything to me. It's like uh, being in a dream. Dreaming. They just, they're just they all just kind of standing there looking at him like they're, they're in the thriller <laughs> video. And they're like, what? And he's telling them this. You're not real. They look a little concerned. Like, what do you mean? Why are you saying that? You hurt my feelings, man. You hurt my feelings. And he <laughs> jumps out of the scene and he's able to get out. Yeah, he's able to get out because now he's realized that. Yeah, that's all they had to do this whole time. And then little Hungarian and Butler and yeah. Lincoln are all out there and they're like, what? How did you get out of here? Yeah. And he's like, no, your business. Punk ass. <laughs> He escapes them and then jumps into the Marky Mark de Chade scene to save Sarah. So he has to go after her. I'm going to try and break her out. But first we see what little innocent Sarah has been up to. I've never seen a girl take so much. She's an even bigger whore than her face betrays. Then why do you stop, Marky? Beat her more. But your highness, if I beat her more, she may not survive. It's just so, I don't know why they went there. Because they wanted to be sexy. But it wasn't. I don't think it was that sexy, but. I, don't I mean, it, it just looks like a bunch of gay guys beating a woman. It, well, that's what it was. Because they, I mean, it was so <laughs> obvious that the Marquis and Deschade, it was very gay. The prince and that the he prince was showing was with the ladies too. Was so and the butler. <laughs> they were all super, they super gay. They were all so gay. Yeah so gay we're going to whip you <laughs> until you beg for more <laughs> i know and she's like okay <laughs> all right i like that yeah so she's just like willing and you know I'm like what the hell but you know once again it's because you know it's sort of like a trance-like state 
And that's why. Yeah, she's hypnotized. So she's just being beaten by the Marquis. He's just whipping her. And he's going to eventually kill her. But before he can, Mark jumps into the scene. Jumps into the scenario. To save the day. To save her. I don't want to Don't let him take me. It seems she prefers our company, young man. And but she doesn't want to go. She doesn't want to go. She's begging at Marky Mark de Chade's feet. <laughs> like, she's, please, she's pulling his leg. More. I want to stay here. And I'm like, girl, just They're go gay. with the boyfriend. He'll beat you. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> God. Totally. They are so gay. Oh my God, He's they were so, so gay. He just gay. the Marquee. Marky Mark just kept whipping his hair back out of his face. He would. If he was fighting someone, he would stop just to kind of just move his hair out of the way and, you know, like, oh, you know. Oh, he was he super was gay. So gay. That was like the gayest thing ever. Well, I mean, who did the <sighs> casting on that one? <laughs> I don't know. Your girlfriend gave us quite an entertaining show. What a slut she is. Oh, my God. So he is able to get her away from them and break the spell, you know, telling mm-hmm. her it's not real. You can get out of here. And they're like, go. we did it. But Lincoln and the butler, they grab the girl and they grab Mark and they're like, we've got plenty of victims that can't wait to get into our waxworks. Right. And so the, <laughs> the little guy is like on his watch and they have two new victims that come in. It's like, hey, they let yeah, us they come are. into this museum. It's pretty nifty. Oh, I love zombie movies. Yep. Sucked right in. Shoot. Within seconds. Within so. seconds, they like they're popped up. They're dead. They have everybody they need. They have their mm-hmm. all their scenarios completed. They're all set. It's all ready to go. Start it up. Start it up. The beginning of the end. And he's going to try and destroy the world with this assortment of monsters that are now all coming to life. And here's the thing. <laughs> it's not just the few monsters that we've seen, not just no. zombie, mummy, a wolf man. It's not just the few we've seen. No. There's like There's... all this array of creatures. Of, of different creatures. An alien scene with an alien poking at a guy in a chair. There's an old granny <laughs> with a weird with baby the... on her shoulder that has... That is... Sharp, sharp, jagged, jagged teeth. Bang teeth. <laughs> there's a there's a, a monkey the, scientist. Uh huh. The monkey scientist working on someone or something. There's this pod, this weird pod. Weird like pod, pod lady. This pod uh-huh. woman coming out of a pod. It was just weird. Just other creatures you never see. No, and suddenly they're they're all joining the fun. And it just seems like they're multiplying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, when did this get here? What? I've never seen this one. And then what is this about? crash through the door <laughs> in his wheelchair, camouflaged like a tank. McNee right. comes in, uh, sadly without Diana Rigg. Right. That but was with, a, a with a brigade of elderly old gentlemen. Much old white guys. <laughs> if one of these gets out, the world will be contaminated within a few days. Our only chance is to contain them here. Before this whole rotting place is brought to the ground, and us with it if we have to. <laughs> Who comes We're in here, just like, the brigade. We're gonna fight them. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. <laughs> and then they, and then it's just oh, this big, nice. big Keystone cop. Oh my God. Monty Python. It's just I'm over surprised the top. they didn't take out like 
whipped cream pies. Right, and start flinging at each other. It's like, and they're all like having this crazy fight scene. Fighting, and all the creatures are just all over the place, and bats flying, and someone's shooting the bat's head off, and little babies jumping at people, and they're trying to throw flames at it it's and just it's just this this massive mayhem just insane yeah it just goes insane zombies and everything everything man's back with this big giant head and little trying ears to fight everybody trying to fight and, people oh my god all these old guys are trying to stab these creatures or behead them or burn them whatever they can do beat oh, them so this big fights happening in <laughs> <laughs> and then the Mark, Marky Mark de Chade sees his boy because I think he's really more interested in Mark than he is. In I think the he girl. is too. Yeah. Now we shall see who is the real man. Yes, because why is he following him around? He's following him around. He's like, you know, goading him on to come fight him. It's like, I'll show you who the real man is. You think you're the man. I'll show you who is the man. I am the man. I'll put my sword in you. (laughs) (laughs) And Mark's like, okay. (laughs) He's up for the challenge. And of course, he doesn't know what he's doing. And the Marquis beats him, I don't know, how many times? A few like, times, three and he's times. just toying with him. He's toying with him. He's like he, his he, little kitten. Yeah, he's like, here, here, he's take this back and try, try again. See what you can do now. Try again, here, here's the sword. Try again, try again. He would just play <laughs> with him like that all night. He loved it. He liked that yeah. kid. We didn't yeah. like him, so we didn't care. No. And they're fighting each other for the longest time. So they have this big sword fight. And Lincoln is has escaped into the wax melting room. The candle making station. And that's where the sword fight ends up. And Lincoln's watching from above, just like letting it transpire. Right. Just watching everything as the as the wax bubbles below them in the vat. So Lincoln is just waiting out the sword fight. He is so certain of Mark's demise. Yeah. He basically has him with the blade at his throat. So many times. This this must have been for the third time, fourth time. And not only that, why isn't his skin searing off? Because he falls right against the stove of molten wax. It's bubbling. You can hear the wax bubbling. And he lands right by the furnace. And they're just sitting there like, "Uh uh-huh. This is comfy. Going to hit me with the whip a few times or what? I know. There's the whip. Time. I'm done with the swords. Let's play with the whip. You know, he's got the sword right at his neck. Lincoln does the emperor's thumbs down. Kill him now. Destroy I'm done with the game. him. Kill the wimp. Then. Lucky. <sighs> oh no. He has an axe in his back. Thanks to Sarah. Thanks to little innocent Vestal Virgin. The Marquis' new whore. <laughs> I know they keep calling her that. I'm like, gosh. <laughs> I know. I was like, leave her alone. You're gay. You don't want anything to do with her. Who, who minds whores anyway? We like whores. Yeah. Some hell? of our best friends are whores. <laughs> I think they all are. I know. <laughs> 
All of my friends are whores, and they're all whores. It's an old Smith songs. Oh no! It would be sad though. It'd be like, oh, my friends are whores. They're all whores. I'm sure that's a Morrissey song. <laughs> why are they all whores? Why, why are they whores? So the whore kills him. Thank God for whores with axes. Whores, <laughs> all of you. Whores, um, a bunch of you. Axe to the back. Hooray. That guy was annoying. And then the place is just falling apart. Everything's lit up. People are dying. Monsters are dying. And then you see McNee come out of the flames in his electric camouflage wheelchair. And he's just like, save yourselves. Get out of here. Watch out the flames! And then all you see is Lincoln. So he's holding up his little ray gun or whatever weird kind of gun. I just think it's one of those gun. military guns, right? That just shoots like multiple rounds, right? I, then, I can't remember what those are called. I'm not but a it gun was just, person. It was just weird. And so he's holding that and um, he's going to shoot the kids. But McNee saves them, says get out of here and shoots. And shoots him in the chest. Lincoln is like... He's dying, but at the same time, he just keeps his hands just like automatically. He's like, what, long death scene, death scene boom, ever. bang, bang, and it's just doing? randomly banging. It's shooting everywhere. It's shooting everywhere. It's not aiming. It's just no, like, no, he's just dying, and he's got his finger on the stuck on the damn trigger. And then he topples <laughs> off of the the scaffolding into the big giant bubbling vat of Bat wax. You know what's coming. Mark steps back right against the burning, ginormous, bubbling wax pot. And we know one last jump scare... Lincoln's gonna pop up, and he and he pops he up. He does, yeah. And he says something stupid. Do you want to join me? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Would you like some candy? <laughs> hey, what did he say? It's warm in here. <laughs> oh, he says, "I hear paraffin's good for the hands." <laughs> Next anus wax. <laughs> he pops up. Next anus wax on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> bubble bubble and then he just kind of bubbles back down into the pot <laughs> so dumb <laughs> and and they escape they they run out of the building as it's burning and falling apart so you think everything's like destroyed it's like okay wax work is done we never have to see this movie revisited again. Everything is burnt to the ground. But wait! Just one more thing. <laughs> In the zombie scene, there was a disembodied hand. It's just like thing from the <laughs> Adams family. And it's just like crawling out. 
and it crawls out of the rubble like a little spider. And you think, oh, someone's going to squash it. Someone's going to step on it. You're hoping. But no. Waxwork no. too. No. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> no more. No, no more. Mas. No more. No more. No mas, por favor. Close you up in a box and put you to the back of the garage. And that is the end. Oh, that was it. So yep. that is waxwork in a it nutshell. Sucked. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> there was some moments. Yeah. This one I'm not gonna say there were scenes I loved. No, but there were no. moments. Yeah. There were some cute. The only scene really worth watching is the fight scene in the end, because this is when you see the toothy baby with the jagged teeth. It's just mayhem. And you see all these new little little creatures that they that they made up, you know? That you never knew were there. Right. And you know, it might have been a better movie if they you know, kind of stayed away from the the usual characters, and maybe use the 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 monkey the monkey scientist toothy baby toothy baby. I wanted more fun. of toothy baby toothy baby monkey scientist. Those those look like they would be fun. I want a baby that bites. <laughs> that was the best part of the entire movie when everybody dies. Yeah, and you see all these other little creatures jumping around. And you see all of these other little I mean, even the little bat was super cute. Oh, that that little bat. I was was so mad when they killed it. They shot his head I just thought they were so cute. The wolfman was adorable. The bat was cute. That little toothy baby. The monkey scientist. Loved it. (laughs) I want a menagerie of all those creatures. Yeah. Delightful. I'm surprised I didn't see Karen Black in the corner. I know, right? (laughs) They had everybody else. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised Benny Hill comes out and Diana Rigg shows up and oh, some clowns start coming out of cars. It was just like that kind of scene. Just, it was so guess. stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, my God. And you never really got to like Mark. I mean, he escapes and now you're hoping, OK, if there is a waxwork, too, can they get him? Then? Can they just kill him? Can they can kill, they him, kill him, him in that please? one? Yeah. Just get rid of him at this point. We're done. Well, that's over. Well, that's wax work. I don't have anything <laughs> else to say about that. I don't either. Just that all my friends is whores. All oh, my friends, friends are whores. Shall we end this? Sure, let's end this tragedy. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another B-Movie. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Another B Movie Podcast. You can email email us at Another B Movie Podcast at Gmail. Rate, review us on Apple Podcasts. Actually, you can do that on Spotify too. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget to remember. <laughs> There are no nightmares for this one. There's just snores.